Hi everyone, welcome to our weekly Behind the Headlines podcast at The Star. Um, it's been quite a week, especially uh, towards the end of the week with uh, quite a few breaking stories um, in our area, in our city. Um, the biggest, I suppose, uh, on Thursday night was uh, the news that the lead mill was uh, apparently being evicted from uh, from its premises, which uh, is quite a big deal in the city. Uh, I think there's quite a lot behind the story, quite a lot that we don't know yet. Um, but uh, yeah, the lead mill, a lot of memories for a lot of people and, uh, and a big talking point, Chris. Yeah, obviously this broke uh, around about tea time last night. Lead mill tweeted saying that uh, they were being evicted by by the landlords. Um, I think we've since found that it's not quite as cut and dried as that. Um, we'll hold off on giving too much detail on that. Regardless, and uh, there's obviously something happening behind the scenes um, that I guess at least brings about a little, at, at least a little bit of worry on on whether or not on the future of the lead mill, which, as we all know, is 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 an institution in in this city. There, I would imagine, there's barely anyone under the age of fifty probably who hasn't hasn't been in it at at some stage in their lives. Um, and and yesterday, if nothing else, yesterday just showed the the support and the the love that people have for our cultural establishments. Really, uh, uh, you know, we we're in a time now where where places like that are closing, and we're being left with very little in the way of you know cultural and, and entertainment in cities particularly things that are a little bit different. Um, you know, you can go around city centres and not entirely know which city centre you're in because every everywhere kind of looks the same in a sense. But to have some, something as unique as a lead mill here in, in Sheffield is, is something that we should all be proud of. And, and what happened yesterday was that the what seemed like the entire city and many, many people far beyond Sheffield came out in support of the lead mill. Um, and just shared the memories of 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 being there, and there were a lot of quite big name musicians who were who were coming out and saying, you know, how how important it was to them and how important it is to keep them. And we we, we must, on top of anything else, the music industry is struggling at the minute, and and bands need to play gigs to get money in because they're not getting any money from actually selling selling music. And if we keep closing down, or keep having threats of of our um, buildings such as these. Uh, closing, then we're going to end up with no musicians because they they can't afford to do it. So these things are very important to to every city. The lead mill is very it holds a very special place in everyone's heart here in Sheffield, and hopefully, whatever is happening behind the scenes gets sorted very quickly for for everyone in the city, and and our kids can go on to watch live music there in the same way as we all did, and the generations before us. Yeah, I think, as you were saying, one of the things that struck me was the sheer number of people coming out in support of the lead mill. Um, and, uh, yeah, not just those who uh, who go there on a Friday, Saturday night or whatever, but people who, who've performed, people who've sort of had their some of their first gigs in the lead mill and then some massive names um, have been tweeting uh, or speaking out in, in support of uh, keeping the lead mill and that we can't lose the lead mill. So, uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye on, on what happens. Um, 
I think there's more more coming out on that story as we speak. So uh, over the coming days and the week ahead, I'm sure we'll find out more about what the plan is for that building, what the plan is for the lead mill uh, name. So we will see. Uh, Lee, it's been quite a uh, time as well for some other institutions in our city. Um, one of our most well-known restaurants is celebrating an anniversary, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll just say a quick word on the lead mill as well. Um, <clears throat> I think it's a national institution, really. You know, you think of places like the Hacienda in Manchester, um, you know, the Cavern Club in Liverpool, uh, Barrowlands in in Glasgow, you know, the lead mill in Sheffield is is of that ilk. You know, it's, it's as well known. Um, yeah. Uh, and as we've seen, you know, the strength of feeling, uh, a lot of people have, uh, you know, quite a strong emotional uh, connection to the place. So hopefully we can find a way through the, uh, all the fog to uh, find a way of uh, making it continue. Um, but yeah, uh, another Sheffield Institution, Nonna's uh, on Ecclesall Road, um, just celebrated 25 years uh, in business. Uh, they had a, a nice visit from the Lord Mayor uh, earlier on this week. Um, speaking to the owner, Maurizio Mori, um, he told me of um, a few years ago, they had a surprise visit from um, Sylvester Stallone, no less. Um, he he was actually in Sheffield at the City Hall for um, for like a, an evening with uh, Shaw as part of a UK tour. Um, and after the after the show, basically, he was looking for somewhere to to go for some food. Um, it turned out that his promoter um, had visited Nonna's earlier in the day. Uh, and recommended it to Sylvester Stallone. Um, so off the headed up to uh, Ecclesall Road, um, the owner Maurizio at first, he kind of thought that um, it was a bit of a joke, like a, you know, a bit of a prank that was being played on him. But um, yeah, sure enough, um, a set of bodyguards turned up to check the place out uh, and then in walked um Sylvester Stallone um so yeah apparently he loved the food ended up um staying until the uh, early hours of the morning um so yeah that was a, a nice uh, memory that they uh, shared as part of the 25 years uh, anniversary um which was nice to hear um so yeah, from long running establishments to to newer places, there's a new restaurant called Antler Bar and Grill, which is opening in Middlewood Road uh, in Hillsborough today. Um, Specialises in Persian and Mediterranean food. Um, the owner, I'm pretty sure he said he's from Iran originally, but um, he came to Sheffield. Um, because he opened another business a few years ago. Um, said he really liked the city, liked how close it was to the Peak District. Um, so yeah, decided to sell that business and then as a result, effectively use the money to open up um, a restaurant, which he said has been his dream uh, for a very long time. So yeah, very, very, sorry, 
No, I was going to say it's uh, it's quite interesting that we've got these long running, long standing um, institutions in Sheffield, but then it's a real changing scene as well. We're constantly hearing about new restaurants and uh, and venues uh, opening up. So uh, yeah, real changing scene in in the city. Um, but uh, it's good yeah. that they're shifting into different places as well. Yeah. You know, Middlebury's becoming a bit of a a bit of a hub for that kind of thing, and and you're seeing it starting to dot around different areas rather than being kind of condensed in the city centre and, and on Ecclesall Road where they, they often were. It yeah. really is. I think Hillsborough and Middlewood could be the next up and coming area in Sheffield. Um you know, uh if you go down there there's you know there's a couple of real ale pubs which have just fairly recently opened there. There's a, a South African themed restaurant called the Orange Bird which is open there. So yeah, it's it's nice to see a bit of you know, different kind of multiculturalism in, in the different suburbs of Sheffield. And it's good to see exciting new places opening. Absolutely. Uh, Chris, from uh, from food to the world of sport, what's been happening in uh, in football this week? Well, uh, thankfully, the international break is over because it's an absolute pain in the backside. Um, but for regional journalists anyway, um, of course, Sheffield Wednesday have been playing through that. They played last week and had another good win, which sneaked them into the top six in the League One table just about. Well, they're back a couple of points and um, they're back in action again this weekend at Hillsborough. They're playing AFC Wimbledon now. Wimbledon haven't been having the best time of it. However, as is often the case, uh, they'll be wary of a, a new manager bounce. They, AFC Wimbledon sacked their manager last week after a, a pretty dire run of run of form and brought in Mark Bowen in midweek. Uh, it makes things more difficult for Darren Moore because the any kind of analysis that they may have done kind of goes out the window because you're not entirely sure how Wimbledon are now going to set up against them. So um, where it may have been seen as a, I wouldn't say Neil Dawn, but a, certainly, certainly Wednesday fans would have expected them to beat Wimbledon, it may not be quite as cut and dried. Of course, it may well be. It could be them about ten nil, but you just, it's just that it's just just that uncertainty and not quite sure how how Wimbledon are going to call, come about. And of course, as I say, you often get a bit of a new manager bounce from from teams who change change the boss. So uh, Wednesday will have to certainly be wary of that. As for United, as I say, they've had their international break and they're all back. Um, we're very pleased to announce or say as Paul Heckenbottom revealed yesterday the injury issues appear to be subsiding and uh, there could be if not this week uh, there's a very there's a very busy schedule coming up over the Easter period and they could be seeing a few players who had been missing for quite a while being eased back into the squad over the next kind of week to 10 days um top of that list Billy Sharp's injury doesn't appear to be as bad as we thought it was going to be so that's obviously a big boost given the amount of goals and how important he is to the team um he may not make it tomorrow he said he's, he's apparently told Paul Heckenbottom that he is available but I would be wouldn't be surprised if they if they sat him out this one um but certainly QPR on Tuesday night might be one where he comes back into the side we'll we'll keep an eye on that one um but there's also the possibility over the next the next three or two or three games that um george baldock george uh john fleck and stevens ben davies could all come back into the reckoning so mm -hmm. at a very very important time in the season 
United are having their uh, squad bolstered. And they did, of course, add to the squad last week with the addition of, and I'm just going to look it up, Philippe Uremovic. I just had to make sure of my pronunciation there. Um, he arrived last week from uh, Ruben Kazan in Russia. United. I don't want to say taking advantage of the situation there, but what has happened is that um, FIFA give special dispensation for players who have been who are at Russian clubs to at least temporarily tear up their contracts and move somewhere else so that they can continue to play. Um, obviously, football is, is not being played at the minute over there. So, um, he is coming at United, and he could well make his debut tomorrow against Stoke City. Uh, by all accounts, he's fit and ready to play. Um, there was a little bit of a work permit issue, but they're um, hoping that that will be done and dusted and international clearance comes through in time for him to potentially make his debut tomorrow. Right, OK. So, uh, yeah, a few things to keep an eye on over the coming days. And, and we had uh, both in, in sport and, and news um, so yeah, we'll keep an eye on the on the Leadenhall story. Uh, see what else is happening in our city over the coming days. Uh, it's uh, nearly Easter as well. The the kids are breaking up from school, uh, and uh, yeah, in just a couple of weeks it's it's Easter. So at least it feels like it's spring. There's a new start. Um, let's uh, let's see what happens. But uh, yeah, that's this week, uh, and we'll uh, see you again. 